0: This is J Voices, the JCC podcast dedicated to connectivity and community during the coronavirus outbreak. Over the coming days and weeks, you will be able to tune in to hear familiar and beloved voices, find out what local organizations are doing in response to the virus, how you can stay connected, and how you can help. Today is June 8th. In this episode, we will be focusing on the Jewish concept of sedek or justice. We will be talking about issues of racial equity and the Black Lives Matter movement that has erupted across the globe in recent weeks. Joining me as co-host of this week's podcast is JCC member, Shalom teacher and parent and JCC staff task force member, Rashida Johnson. Hello
1: and Shalom. Because of the importance and complexity of the content in this episode, this episode is part of a series made up of three episodes. We hope
0: you will take the time to listen to all three. In part one of this series... We will be talking to Deborah Miles, former director of UNCA's Center for Diversity Education, about the center's mission and the role the center has played in deconstructing a white-centric academic curriculum in Asheville City Schools, as well as creating a space for people of all ages to learn about the rich traditions of world cultures.
1: We will also hear from an artist, writer, and activist Phyllis Utley about her work with equity, inclusion,
0: and diversity in Asheville. And we will hear music from local musician Josh Blake. Thank you for joining us.
1: First, let's go to Deborah Miles, former director of UNCA Center for Diversity Education. Hello, Deborah. Thank you for taking part of the JTC podcast. Can you talk to us a little about what inspired the creation for the Center of Diversity
2: Education? Well, uh, you know, that's actually a great story to talk to folks from the Asheville Jewish Community Center because that's where um, the center started. Um, My kids had gone to Shalom back in the late 80s and early 90s, and that was back in the old house. And some teachers there, they started with the anti-bias curriculum, and this was a way of introducing tolerance and appreciation for all the ways human beings show up in the world and through that, they every time Hanukkah rolled around, they did something called Festivals of Light, and they focused on the expressions of light from cultures all around the world, including Christmas and Hanukkah and Las Posadas in Mexico and Krathong in Thailand and Diwali in India, and it was a really beautiful way of understanding um, the vastness and the beauty of humanity. So when um, our children started going to Asheville City Schools, it was a very white-centric curriculum. And the superintendent said, look, you know, we're required to only teach the standard course of study. And and really, diversity isn't a part of the standard course of study. And I'd never heard of that word, standard course of study. So uh, back then, this is before the Internet um I wrote the uh, Department of Public Instruction for North Carolina, and they sent me boxes and boxes of three, three-ring binders that were from all the arts, the English, um, history, math, science. And I took out a yellow highlighter and marked all the things that had to do with diversity, uh, like uh, the movement of people. How did America get started? It came from people fleeing and it came from taking stolen land from indigenous people and all of those are aspects that have to do with the time what would have been called multiculturalism or later would be called um, diversity and now we really are talking more about issues of equity and inclusion and decolonization of the curriculum language changes constantly. Um, that's as as we come to understand better um, how whiteness has been centered in the curriculum, and we need to be we need different kind of language. So that's all a roundabout way of saying that uh, we began to see the Jewish community relations began to see that in some ways the school system, and this is by now the early '90s, late '80s, early '90s, uh, was not prepared to change from within, and that it needed some models. And so uh, the Jewish Community Center started from what came from Shalom's Festival of Light, a festival of light for students to come to the center. And we decorated a lot of rooms up on that upstairs. And we had docents in there, and kids could talk about Hanukkah in one room, or Kwanzaa in the other room, or Lori Kertong in a different room, or Diwali, or Christmas in Greece. And from that, they could see that People are similar in some ways, and people are different in some ways, and if you're talking with an, eight, uh, an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old, those are good things to, to talk about, our families and, and our, our humanness and the ways that uh, we can appreciate each other. So that was the beginning of the center. Uh, after about three years, uh, it, it became a good time for uh, the center to become its own 501c3, and it moved out of the Jewish Community Center and eventually uh, first to Pack Place and then to um, UNC Asheville. Uh, The center's uh, vision is to build relationships across difference to create a more inclusive and equitable community, and the mission of the Center for Diversity Education, the UNC Asheville Center for Diversity Education, is to celebrate and teach diversity in, uh, in order to foster conversation and respect among cultures. Uh, the center has been on hiatus for two years. Uh, my retirement came at the exact same time that there was a transition of four different chancellors and everybody has a different idea of how they want to, um, address equity and inclusion. We're in a, a rural crossroads and now we have the dominoes of COVID and the, um, really, you know, the completely unknowable of what's going to happen to our economy. And now the, um, Issues related to how COVID has disproportionately impacted black and brown people. And last night we saw the uh, unanimous vote to remove the uh, monuments and to freeze the police budget with the hope to completely reorganize the police budget. And that's not just in Asheville, that is all over the United States and all over the world. So we are at a time of dominoes where everything is really uncertain. Uh, And I don't know what's going to happen with the center. I know the UNC Asheville uh, the, has a wonderful advisory board and uh, there are meetings as we speak to try to think how does, uh, how does the institution of UNC Asheville respond to um, the urgency of now and what part the new Center for Diversity Education is going to play in that. Uh, and I'm, I'm hopeful that that is, I, I know that that's still out there. It's just undetermined right now what it is. Thank you, Deborah. It's
1: interesting to learn about where the center came from. The aim of this podcast is to also give our listeners some resources for educating themselves about the current BLM movement and issues of equity. Are there any resources you can recommend for learning about these particular issues?
2: Uh, Definitely. I've been doing equity and inclusion work, multicultural work for my whole life, and I still am not there. Um, i I think for myself as a, a white person, especially as a white woman, when I viewed that clip of Amy Cooper um, calling on her private police force to save her from this wonderful bird watcher. You know, in, in Judaism on Yom Kippur, we talk about our transgressions and our sins, and we do it for ourselves individually, but we also do it for all people. And I saw myself in uh, Amy Cooper, and I, 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 I know the role uh, that I know white body supremacy. Uh, and I think that's something that we as white people really have to do our work. And fortunately, we have lots of help to help us do that from a standpoint of analysis. I strongly recommend the work of Ibram Kendi who wrote a really important book uh, called Stamped from the Beginning. Uh, One thing that we're really fortunate about is over the last 40, 50 years, we, uh, especially in the last 10 to 20 years, we have amazing researchers who are uncovering things that white people never thought to look at. And uh, I really hand it to Dr. Uh, Gates, who has done so much good work in this, and more recently scholars such as Ibram Kendi, who wrote *Stamped from the Beginning*, and I think that's every white person needs to read that. I think we, as white people, really need to listen to other white people who have done this work. Um, And I, I applaud the work of Robin DiAngelo, who write who wrote *White Fragility* and is teaching us about white the white savior syndrome. Those have been really important writers to me along with Michelle Alexander who wrote The New Jim Crow. Um, someone I'm, is on my list right now is Rizman Menachem who wrote My Grandmother's Hands. And he really focuses, he asks us as white people to really think about how our body works, how our nervous system works and pay attention. Like right now, the three of us, let's just take a deep breath and think about where in our body we're feeling things right now and I know for me that my vagus nerve is I can feel this all in my stomach right now and if I feel my shoulders I can really feel where they are and our body is telling us things and we really have to breathe through this and to feel where our compassion is and where our where we have been holding on to power and where do we display that power and how can we share power? How can power be transformational? So those are really important writers to me. I also think the movies uh, such as the wonderful, amazing transformational work of Brian Stevenson and the movie Just Mercy, people really need to listen to that, watch that. Um, the documentary by Ava DuVernay, 13th Amendment is critical to how we uh, approach this work right now. And I, 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 I think we as, as Jews have to think about the intersectionality of this and how Jewish people have taken the advantage of white skin and whiteness and how, what all the epigenetics are in the Jewish community around our own oppression and uh, uh the way that that fear is built into generations and generations and generations of people. These pieces of how we each do this work are what leads us to reimagine a new way of being, and that's what we're going to. That's what we're uh, going towards is a new way of uh, of maintaining and sustaining and moving forward our pluralistic democracy, and that is the dream of the Jewish people, all people, uh, the people of the United States of America. We need to really deeply listen to black and brown voices right now. And from that deep listening, we will find a way forward, and we'll learn how to be better allies. And together, we will build a world of tikkun olam, repair of the world. And we'll do that together.
0: Thank you, Deborah, for taking the time to talk to us and for the work that you've done developing the Center for Diversity Education. Next, we're going to listen to a song by Josh Blake.
1: The song is titled Turn It Around, and it's from the album Trees.
3: It around I got the world in my hands and I turn it around so every girl every man yeah let's turn it around it's time to make a new plan so let's turn it around come on yeah we turn it around them by a hole, and we taking it down. I'm faking it now. It's time to start making the sound. So come together now, my people, and turn it all around. Come on, yeah. It ain't hard to see the way we raping Mother Earth and we harvesting trees. It's like we got the cure, but we're part disease. Just like we go to war and instead of bargain for peace. I don't get it. Maybe we too hard headed. Shot fired, blood spilled, hard to forget it. So I dedicate this life to all those who died. Listen to my kids to make sure that they all survive. So come on now. It's time to talk. Inviting shit, inviting those that's living on a righteous tip to download this information like a microchip and unload it to the nation like a rifle clip. Dispose of it to the whole public, the high class to the low budget, those in control to those who know nothing, so we can finally start breaking new ground. Come together, now my people, to turn it all around. Come on, yeah, I turn it around. I got the world in my hands and I turn it around. So every girl, every man, yeah, let's turn it around. It's time to make a new plan, so let's turn around, got the system by a hole, and we're taking it down, and making faking it down. It's time to start making the sound, so come together now, my people all around. Right, come on, You say you're dying for change, only thing that you've been dying for is diamond rings. The only thing that you've been focused on is finer things. You rhyme and sing, only for the shining brings. The time will tell, watch how it makes you sick. Lose your grip on the top and you fall off quick. Yeah, the people wanting something, make a move with the hip. Thousand some substance, you would the band, your ships. Come on now, you know you better than that. Give your light to the world, watch the world react. See all them diamonds and pearls, they are caught in the trap. Matter of fact, all that crap could be gone in the cloud. See your chain so big that it chokes your voice. Put the pen to the paper, it's a moment of choice. And if you choose only money and fame, then go get it. But it ain't gonna run my game, I won't let it. Let's go. Yeah, I turn it around. I got the world in my hands and I turn it around. So every girl. Let's turn it around. It's time to make a new plan. So let's turn it around. Come on, yeah, we turn it around. Got the system by a hold and we're taking it down, I'm faking it now. It's time to stop making the sounds. So come together now, my people, to turn it all around. Come on, it's a catastrophe. The way we bomb the population of the Japanese. Now we're dying in Iraq for some gasoline. Turn on the news and all you see is another casualty. In the home of the brave, you ain't actually free Cause they putting you away if you have some weed Now them little kids are slaving in them factories With all that food that we've been making so unnaturally There has to be way to reach a rhapsody instead of sitting here creating more cacophony so i'm serving up the funk like some the peace so that maybe everyone can finally have some peace so come on make it work like a battery for we have ourselves another global tragedy see most of the nation look at it with apathy that's why it's time for rotation if you're asking me so come on yeah we turning around got the world in our hands and Around. Got the system by a whole inside, taking it down, I'm making it now, it's time to stop, making the sound. Because Turn it all around. We that, that, turn it all around. Every girl, every man, yeah, let's turn it around. It's time to make a new plan, so let's turn it around. Come on. We that, do that, turn it all around. Every we that, do that, turn it all around. Give the world my hands, let's turn it around. Every girl. Every man, yeah,
0: Thank you, Josh, for contributing to J Voices. If you want to hear more of Josh Blake's music, search for Josh Blake on Bandcamp.com.
1: Next, we'll hear from artist and activist Phyllis Utley about the work she's been doing in Asheville over the years about racial inequality. Thank you for
4: joining us, Phyllis. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Phyllis
1: Utley is a former member of the Asheville Buncombe African American Heritage Commission. She has over a decade of experience at the local, state, and national levels in public policy, advocacy, higher education, and racial equity training. She is an educator and trainer focused on experimental learning and popular education, and previously served on the board of the Center for Diversity Education. Phyllis was also selected by Columbia University as a global change maker. Phyllis Utley was also the participating literary artist in the Asheville City Celebrating African Americans Through Public Art Initiative in 2019, and was also a SEDIC Social Justice Impact Awardee last year. Phyllis, can you tell us a bit about the social justice work you're doing in Asheville?
4: Thank you. Uh, I served for several years as a diversity recruiter within the North Carolina Community College system and was instrumental in increasing the enrollment and graduation, the retention rates for students of color, and advocating for policy changes to enhance the outcomes. And I have also served on the equity core team, too, for the city of Asheville. And I love facilitating self-evaluation practice groups. And most recently with um, Carolina Jews for Justice, we just had a tremendous time of self-reflection and evaluation. and. I think that's the core of a lot is you know starting with ourselves. I'm really focused on hope and joy in the midst of the brutal facts. So the fact is systems were designed to serve some effectively and exclude others. I think when we come to the reality of that, oftentimes people think that their systems are broken, but they're not broken. They were created and designed in a certain way, and they're doing that job very well so I hold that complexity in a container of love and action. And with that in mind, I'm a part of creating new neural pathways and alternative systems that can serve for the good of all. So that's always been exciting for me to um, to, to be able to share that reality and also work to make changes. Number one, I'm a big proponent of self-evaluation, so uh, we've all drank the Kool-Aid and been effective. so I have issues in my tissues as well. So it's always evaluating, self-evaluating uh, myself and with working within systems and structures to create uh, changes within them so that they better serve all people. And so, as a result, I'm a part of various collectives working together, including Carolina Jews for Justice, Co-Think, North Carolina Black Leadership and Organizing Collective, and Black Indians of the Carolinas.
1: Where can our listeners read your literary works, and how can the Jewish community support any other projects you're working on at this moment?
4: Okay, so I'm actually working on... um, Finishing the book that the art installation that was done, a public installation is in the city of Asheville right now um, that's entitled Hope Springs Forth Brightly, which uh, shares some of my poetry on the mural. It was a community art collaboration, working also with Art Ecology, with the A Day Project, uh, managing the the work of bringing it all together and so the poetry is based actually on on hope hope in the midst of hey the brutal facts of the way things really are and so I started when I was in the third grade and I I I wrote a line that said, how can I die of despair when I sink into the murky waters of hopelessness? My feet touch at last the flat rock of faith, and then I spring upward to the light that I am. And so that's just one part of a collection of poetry that will be out, and I'm available on all, of well, not all, because every time I turn around there's another social media platform. But I I can be found on Facebook, on Twitter, I can be found on LinkedIn, and I'm a community partner with Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church, and so for those who actually want to donate to some of the work that I do, um, they can send anything to Grace Covenant, Kara SOS, which is Saving Ourselves, and um, Phyllis Utley, U-T-L-E-Y.
1: Phyllis, you mentioned the importance of self-analysis. Can you recommend any resources that can guide our listeners to practicing self-reflection?
4: Yes, yes. And I I do have um, some resources to share. I want to um, recommend, first of all, like if people um, were to look me up on Facebook, I'm constantly sharing some of those resources. And so, again, uh, you probably won't be able to, like, friend me on Facebook because there's, like, too many people, but yeah. the fan thing you, you can do, and I'm, I'm listening and sharing information. Also, uh, if the listeners wanted to contact me directly, um, they can message me also on Facebook, and I can share. I just... There are some. I'm I'm working on one as well, and it's called intimacy, like intimacy, but in the letter N, the number two, me M E C S E E, intimacy, because that's the deepest. We like to look on the outside at everybody else and other things, as opposed to in doing really, really hard work and looking at ourselves. Uh, we all come from history uh, and and miseducation, really. All of us were uh, part of the miseducation system, which we only got a little bit of information from the history. Uh, it's missing a lot of things. And so being able to reevaluate and reassess uh, is critical to the work.
0: Definitely, definitely. And so, for for people who are looking to request any of these documents, your name is Phyllis Utley, and that's P H Y L L I S, U T L E Y. That is correct. Again, I cannot thank you enough um, for joining us. And yes, thank you. Is there any last thing that you would like to share, Phyllis, um, before we go? Well, I do want to share one of my favorite quotes. I'm an
4: amazing quote person. I mean, like, I collect quotes. And in the book, Intimacy, like, every day has a a quote to help people in their self-evaluation process. So the one I've really been re- reflecting a lot on is Arthur Ashe's, a quote by Arthur Ashe. It says simply, start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. So that's very simple, because sometimes we make it more complicated and we get overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, because every, every system is jacked up, <laughs> okay? I mean, we don't know where to begin. And then it's just, you know, you can we can um, really make ourselves sick. So eat some chocolate, <laughs> okay? <laughs> yes, do what makes you happy. And yeah, yeah, take the time daily and just one piece
0: at a time. Phyllis, thanks again so much. It is just an honor um, to have you on the podcast.
4: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: If you would like to support Phyllis Utley's work, you can send a check to Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church, 789 Merriman Avenue, Asheville, North Carolina, 28804. And that concludes part one of the SEDIC series of J Voices. Next week, we will hear from Judy Levitt of Carolina Jews for Justice, and we will hear from A.C. Reynolds high school student Michaela Johnson about her experience growing up in Asheville. Thank you for listening. Shalom. Thank you so much.